recording now. All right, welcome to YouTube. Welcome, everyone. We are back with Season 3, Episode 1 of the podcast. We have a new co-host, John Roy here. Welcome, Faye. <laughs> and we have a returning guest star. Our guest host is also Def T, which is right down here. So, yeah, we have to capture it. I gotta stop talking about the, the studio because I forget that, but we have a capture studio audience. I have to press the button can do a couple of things. So welcome, welcome. All right, so typically when we start the podcast, it's usually kind of like an update of where you've been, what you're doing. And I know Phil was actually on the season finale, so we were talking, well, uh, you were on the season I don't season. even remember. Well, well, I'm just for a time, well, we were, I know what we were talking about, it's like, Faye's memories doesn't, she, Faye, she never remembers small details about things I always remember stuff. She's like, oh yeah, but the, um, um, uh, the cookie stream from many years ago that she was supposed to, but, but she did it. I did it. She did it. She actually did it. So yeah, but, uh, yeah, we I talked, it. I think the last podcast we did was in, uh, was it October? October? Yeah, it was October. Yeah, it was before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Halloween. Yeah, it was Halloween, so. So how have things been going since then? What have you been up to? What's been going on? Um, holiday mayhem. Um, not gonna be a Debbie Downer on your stream, but it's kind of a uh, emotional time for me on the holidays due to uh, family things. So uh, I'm I'm off the back now. We're good. That is good. Uh, I had a really nice We had um, we had my uh, in-laws come over. Um, That's cool. So, in terms of the last time we talked, also, I moved into the new house still. Well, that's a recurring theme, because I moved into last July. <laughs> but the holidays encompass the reason why it's important. So, we did... Did you decorate your house for the holidays? We did. Winter is oh. with my roommate, so she lives with me with her two kids. And literally, she's like a holiday-centric. So, we had Christmas trees, we had little lights everywhere, we had... All the little knickknacks. Apparently, when we go to the thrift store, it's a thing where you pick up knickknacks and like mm-hmm. for like twelve dollars and like every little tiny like Santa thing, Santa figurine, Santa thing. So we had everything decorated. You know the funny thing about that? The day after Christmas, they were all gone. Like literally, after Christmas, they were like no more. But um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so that was like up to I think right after Halloween. Like literally after Halloween, it's like Christmas mode, and we were like straight into Christmas mode. Even though before Thanksgiving started, um, but yeah, Thanksgiving was good. We had Winter's mom came up from Georgia, so she cooked Thanksgiving dinner. So we had turkeys and everything. So it was like good fantastic. Did you say Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. We. Georgia. Uh, she was out of Macon, so like at least two hours south of Atlanta. I'm sorry. Did you just say Macon? Macon. <laughs> what? What's so funny about that? Oh, how do you say it then? <laughs> You're putting emphasis on the second syllable. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I, 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 it's just Macon. 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 Okay. 
Hey. Make it. Okay, there you go. But uh, so she came up for Thanksgiving and spent time. Um, was, I've got an adjusted forecast. If you can't see, there's like a blur of a cat sleeping like on this bed here because they like sleeping on my bed apparently when I'm not on the bed. So, but uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was good. Christmas, we were like buying stuff, and the majority of Christmas kids were for the kids, so they all look really good. Christmas, they're like. Oh, are you are you able to wake up um, early on uh, Christmas? And yes, I was able to wake up early. But um, oh, it's a cat. We had to pause for the cat. You know, like, oh, yeah. But um, but yeah. So we had to wake up early for Christmas and everything. So Christmas was good. But I think after the holidays, we were just like, all right, we're done with major holidays because like so much money. I think between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so much money just goes into to both of those holidays, and it's kind of like there's so much going on. So so we're at to like a little slow down. So good. But, uh, alright, so that's pretty much the update. We're going to go into the first topic. So, I don't know if you guys are football fans. I know I'm a football fan. I don't know if you guys watch football. You're like, no, no, not really. Oh, wow. Alright, so this might be a little, little not not a very long topic then. So, Super Bowl, Super Bowl is around the corner. It's coming. Uh, the Eagles lost in the first round, so we're not, we're rooting now for the Bills. But, but I guess since we're not rooting for a particular team, uh, I know we're going for the uh, Chiefs, sorry. Bills actually lost to the Chiefs. But, um, but yeah, the only other thing for, well, do you guys even watch the Super Bowl at all? Or is that even a, a field question, too? What? Oh, wow. I should have filled this question. Oh, go ahead. I don't do sports, sports, sports at all. Oh, all right. I will say that the, the American football side of things is, is very important. Yeah. I support the Eagles. I support the Chiefs. I Oh, no, but outside of America? Oh, wow, that's interesting to know. That's interesting, yeah. So, so like, the only stance where a lot, a lot of people is, like, they never watch football until the Super Bowl, because Super Bowl is, like, jam-packed with commercials. Like, you have to probably seen the advertising commercials for the Super Bowl. They're usually over-the-top. They're usually something, like, really extravagant. I uh, should have done my pull something up, but, but, yeah, like, they're, most people tune in to Super Bowl for the commercials. But, um... That is well They don't like adverts? That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. U.S. is like, spans like, there's like Budweiser commercials. There's like very epic commercials. Like, I guess epic commercials on different products. And like, it's just like the the epitome of advertising takes place during the Super Bowl because they know a lot of people are watching that game. So like all the, and like they like, I, before I like got into like sports, usually just watch the Super Bowl, only see the commercials. That came up, but it is a very good marketing uh, strategy per se, and definitely. Let me see, I can find one for you. Yes, it definitely, it's one of the things that they show up and and um and um part of the advertising and part of the reason why the Super Bowl exists because of the commercials. Let me see, if I can pull one up real quick. 
I gotta pull this up on the browser server. So I'm again. Just for chat, when you do us to do our podcast, we, we probably should uh, try to, you know, put a video beforehand. <laughs> but I'll do issues. <laughs> so I didn't think about this until now. Uh, let's see. This is the cleanest my cat has ever been. He never lets me hold him this long. He, like, has to be picked up. He's just chilling. He is so happy right now. I don't understand. I have the one cat who's literally like half cat, but he's like a rag, rag doll, and he's like, I don't know but he's so heavy. So I'm just like, well, all right. So heavy. So how big is your cat? You know, you had this car since before. Like, well, it's like a nice device. Smaller because it's so cute. People laughed at his size and ridiculous shape. They could barely sell them. But all of that was a five Especially lying here. Let me see if I can turn off the. Volkswagen has aired its Super Bowl commercial 24 teaser. Bigger with better. The things that you can this see. It's right there, right there. There you go. It's right there. Yeah. Oh. Oh. If you have already subscribed to our channel, hit the like button and turn on the notifications. See, it looks like something behind me. It's not. That's the biggest. But yeah, that was the biggest record. We had to talk talk before. Let's see. Oh, this is from. Let's see if I can find one from earlier. This is 2024, Reels 2023. Alright, so top five commercials you're gonna miss. Oh, you guys can hear it, so this is gonna be here. See what you guys can hear, and then if you guys pull it up and see what you think. The Super Bowl always delivers the most iconic commercials, the biggest brands with the biggest names, all competing for your attention. But how did this year's commercials rank? Here are the top five Super Bowl commercials you may have missed. Hey friends, I'm Emily Agard, and we're kicking our countdown off with Rakuten and their modern-day remake of the cult classic Clueless. Gotta love that 28 years later, Cher and Amber are still passionate debate rivals. Here they are at number five. I used to be pretty clueless about shopping, among other things. Like, when I heard I could save by getting cash back with Rakuten, I was like, as if. But then I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Ooh, you can get cash back on all the fashion, even your most capable outfits, at your fave beauty stores. Ooh, eye cream. Not that I need it. And on pretty much whatever. Who put that there? In conclusion, you'd have to be butt crazy to shop with that Rakuten. Cha-ching. Um, hello. Do I even get a rebuttal? I'm sure. Me, I get you Whatever. Aren't you a little old for high school? <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's like a, it's really like a pop culture reference. I think it's just like nostalgia and like the whole, so it's based on that one in particular ad. Uh, it's based on from the, um, the movie Clueless, which is, uh, just, that was like way back in the day, so Rakuten, but um, and literally I think for a lot of people watching Zero, I guess they're like literally 
watching for whatever ads. And some ads are really epic, like, there's like a, just like, they just never show them any other time at the Super Bowl, because I think whatever adverts and the money goes into them goes to the, you know, the show during those prime times between. But I guess because, like, not knowing football as much as you guys would, there are usually gaps where, like, there's, like, nothing's happening for a little bit. So they play the adverts while I'm back to the game. Once it picks up the end, so like timeouts could take a while. But, so, yeah. as an American who's not into the football thing or the the commercial things, here's what I've been told, having grown up in a football family. Um, the they spend a lot more money making the commercials to be like almost like mini cinematics. So they're like usually either very emotional, like they're meant to make you cry, or they're just balls to the walls crazy. That's true. So it's just pure entertainment value. And I I agree with Deft on that I don't get the point of like making commercials such a thing that we're like hyped for. But that's what I've been told what it is. It's like, it's just their, their pure entertainment. If they're commercial, they're like, commercials are made specifically for the Super Bowl. Yes. And I mean, if you make one that, oh, sorry. sorry go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was saying like, if you managed to make the one that was the most crazy or the most pulling the heartstrings or whatever for that year, people talk about your commercial for months. So like they put so much money into making the commercial because they're all all the advertisers are trying to one up each other. Like they don't even care about the, the game. They're trying to one up each other for who made the most extreme commercial so that people will talk about it. And like <laughs> It's crazy. It, yeah, it, it makes it is the most capitalist thing I've ever heard. It's it's very sad, but it, that's what I've been told it is. Yeah, so that kind of sums it up in a nutshell. So, like, it's a form of entertainment within the game while you're watching the game. If you don't know anything about the game, you watch for other commercials. So that's usually, like, what occurs. So I should have checked with you guys if you guys are football fans, apparently you're not. So, <laughs> that's why. I'm surprised that you would know this, you know, outside of America. You grew up with some fairly rare no. Yeah, that's you you're, you're correct, probably. That's a good point. I never like never was exposed to it till I got to America, so it is pretty much I think. Oh yeah. Cricket? That surprises me. Cricket's yeah, really popular. Cricket is mm-hmm. Rugby? Yeah, is rugby massive in the UK? Rugby? Or no? Rugby's, uh, I mean, rugby's one of the, the national sports. Yeah. I think... I think part of the problem for Americans not realizing uh, that American football isn't popular outside of the U.S. is I think most Americans are so 
for lack of a better way to say this, uncultured when it comes to other countries' sports and things, that they don't even understand that when other countries say football, that they're talking about soccer. Yeah, that's true. So I think that here other countries talk about football being the most popular sport, because worldwide soccer is the most popular sport, like, on a global scale, right? Um, and I think they hear football because we're like the only country that calls soccer. They hear football is the most popular sport and they just think American football and it never occurs to them that other countries are talking about a completely different sport. They don't watch it, they don't look at, they don't ever look to see if y'all have other teams or anything like that. Like, they only pick, care about the NFL. So, it just, it just doesn't, you know, you don't know what you don't know, kind of thing. True that. Hold on, I'm just looking sure. Oh. I, I, I like some of the other sports that kind of, that the world is sort of introduced to. Have you seen the one, I cannot remember what it's called, but it's an Indian, I think Indian or Pakistani. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to search that same video. I know nothing. It's, a, it's like kicking, it's like kicking, a, you've got, you can only kick the ball, but it's like a cross between football in terms of the kicking aspect, um, the English football I'm talking about, okay. um, and the uh, badminton, because there's a net right in the middle, and it's sort of like this, and it is fantastic, because you've literally got to kick it over the net, and it's like... It's brilliant. I can't. Hey, what is the, what's the sports called? That sounds it's interesting. Called, uh, <laughs> one second. I will see if I can get it. Okay. Oh, why is it doing that? Uh, that was weird. I, don't I figured out what I was causing the echoing. So I had the browser source. This is a Chrome, and I didn't read the tab. But then the browser source adds the stream together. It's also playing at the same time. So I was like, why am I hearing it twice? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. I'm just coming up with the term soccer tennis. Soccer tennis? <laughs> which is probably not correct, no. but. Sepak Tekra. That's what it's called. What's it called? Sepak uh, Tekra. I will link it into the, the thing so you can. Okay. The, into the stream so you can see what it's actually called. The, the official name for it. Honestly, if you get a chance to see it, it's fantastic. It's so interesting. Um, it's like, yeah, it's it's it's, it's badminton with feet. Alright, pulling it up. Images. Badminton with feet. What is this? Oh yeah, hold on. Is this really what it look, looks like? Do you see up here? I'm gonna have a look in a second. So that does look intense. That looks intense. Badminton with feet. I like how his, your mind went to badminton and my mind went to volleyball when you were describing yeah, it. I, yeah, I was looking at yeah, too. That's fair. That's uh, I think it's because I'm more familiar with badminton than I am football. Uh, the volleyball, sorry. I'm also familiar with badminton because that was a big thing in Australia too. The, the, the shuttlecock. <laughs> as I yeah, say yeah. that, but that's what it was called. But um, interesting. Yeah, this is like, and the ball isn't even that big. It seems like it's very like I was imagining like a soccer ball, and, and that, I was like, that's, that's true sportsmanship as well. Like they can get their feet really high with some of those kicks. Yeah, look at that. Huh? And it's not about that's power insane. either. It's about precision, and it's fantastic. Like that, that is the thing you should be watching. That's All right, amazing. chat. I'm gonna do note that and watch out. See if we can find a. 
broadcast somewhere just to see what it looks like. Okay. All right. Personally, so I figured... in terms of sports, sorry. Personally, in terms of sports, for me, I, I the only things that I particularly like is climbing and table tennis. That I like. Oh, to Jesus. Do. oh yeah, table tennis. Is, that's the thing. Hey, Twister. Uh, hey, Twister. What's up? Uh, but yeah. Oh yeah, my table tennis made my dad. Um, that was passed up, but he was a very avid table tennis fan. And that translated into actual tennis, so we actually watched watch a lot of tennis also as growing up. So I'm a big fan of tennis, even though it's not, I don't think it's a, as popular as some other sports, I think, in the U.S. too. But yeah. <clears throat> All right, so that's interesting, like, tangent of things of questions for that prompt. <laughs> So I just thought about it because I was thinking like what's happening like soon and Super Bowl and apparently Faye doesn't watch Super Bowl, Defty doesn't watch football. So we're kind of like, <laughs> but it was more advertising than about uh about other things also. So yeah. All right. So we have segments of the podcast and Faye and Defty are definitely familiar with this. It's the Ask Me Anything question where we kind of oh, learn God. more about the guests and learn more and then no one ever does their homework. So you kind of put on the spot, <laughs> but Faye. I forgot to do my homework. So yeah. It's always asking me a few questions, so I have mine, but I'm going second. So, say you have no, friend. you go. No, you go first. I I forgot to do my homework. All right, I'll do first, so then we'll, we'll kind of come loop around the back. So, all right, so I'm gonna curious because I feel like the origin of a name and what you use to do on Twitch, because you can see by the little little string together things, almost famous and deaf works. So, and also mine is Titanical. So, I'll start first because I'm just curious what the origin is. How you came up with that? If there's a story behind it, if you found some a pun, like I have a pun. So typically, I was like tyrannical, and I was like, well, tyrannical also sounds like tie. And I put tie and then tanical. Titanical kind of like falls in the same realm. I end up titanical, and it's also it's my real name. I wasn't very creative in that regards, but titanical, tyrannical, titan. That's how it came about. <laughs> Also, I, I picture the Titanic for some reason, too. I'm like, Titanical. Titanic. So that, that's how the pun got born. So, so at some point, you're going to sink. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yes, just, no. Uh, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's the Titanic. It's a maiden so, voyage. It's yeah, exactly. So yeah. But, um, uh. I'm curious if you guys really want to start Def. Maybe Def T, you have a... How did Def sure. Wars come into fruition? Uh... Okay, so the reason why I go by Deftworks was because way back in the day, we, uh, I, I, for the longest time, I was never known as Deftworks. I was known as Heligo for the longest time. So sometimes when you go to play with me on Overwatch or something like that, uh, I'm known as Heligo. The reason being that that was, that was my thing because... Um, so my favorite band in the entire world is a band called Massive Attack. And I love Massive Attack to no end. I've listened to them for thousands of hours, and I absolutely love them to bits and pieces. And um, they released an album sort of, I don't even know how long ago now, I'd say over 15 years ago probably, uh, called Heligoland. And it's an actual place. Heligoland is a real place off the coast Ooh. of Germany. Um, and... I don't know why they picked this name for it, but I really liked the word Heligo. And it actually has a meaning. It genuinely has a meaning. Because, uh, uh, you, you know, you get uh, helium, and uh, so it's all about um, something to do with sun, I believe. But anyway, uh, that wasn't the importance. It was just I really liked Heligo. Um, 
But when I kind of went on to playing Dota, there was this whole thought of, you know, making a little team. You could make like a clan in Dota and sort of what have you. And you got the idea of it got associated down to four letters. So it became Deft. Deft was the mm -hmm. name of the clan. Uh, but there was like a, a long name to it, which couldn't be the same as the short name. So it was Deft Works. Uh, and for some reason, I just picked an E instead of a, an O because I, it just seemed more interesting to me, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I kind of went into the idea of doing streaming, it was I much prefer the idea of something that was more already allocated to sort of like a group atmosphere in my head. So it was my group was Deft Works. So it was the idea people could come in and kind of join the works and join me and, you know, all that that went with it. Um, so, yeah, it was, it made sense. It made sense in my head. Um, but I actually, I think I prefer Deft Works as, as my name now anyway to, to Heligo. Um, but for the longest time, that wasn't the case. Did Deft just come from the shorting it down so you didn't have to do two syllables? Ev uh, everyone just started calling me Deft. <laughs> <laughs> It, like no, like deft or defty. Everyone just did it, so I was just like, oh, yeah. I, I don't remember you ever saying defty. I think I just kind of started doing that, and I think that's how most people, because deftworks yeah. just looks like a long name. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're one of the people that says defty. I mean, like specifically. So. I think I got it from Faye because I watched you from yes. Faye's stream, yes. and that's how that now I called you defty now too. I think most people who, because I know that me and uh, defty have a lot of overlap now on people our friends and anybody who met deft through me definitely calls you defty because of me because mm -hmm. that is how i talk about you that's yeah that's probably true i mean it, it, we met you ty i met you ty through faith okay yep um, yeah. well there you go it's like it's like are we all okay friends look at that it's <laughs> the bond Faith is the, the, the thing that brought us all together they, all right. <laughs> but yeah so hey what is what was the because like I, I kind of okay so let me let me make a guess okay. it's a movie that's almost famous no no okay. i didn't actually know the movie existed oh really oh wow okay yeah yeah uh so i actually found out the movie existed like a year after i started streaming under okay. this name I, this is this is the only uh name that i've had since i've started streaming um so I don't know if y'all know this person. They are a friend of mine. I've definitely mentioned them a few times on my stream. Um, Dr. Beer. Mm -hmm. um, they don't really come and hang out that often, but... Um, so I used to play... Hmm? Oh, she says a lot of etymology of our stream names, like where it came from. <laughs> oh, I love etymology. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about etymology all day. Um, so yeah, I actually only have a, Steam, a, a Twitch account because of Dr. Beer. I was a guild leader in Final Fantasy XIV. They ended up joining my guild. Um, they told me they were a streamer and was like, do, do you let streamers in? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be a good guild leader. I'm going to go support my person. And so I made a Twitch account specifically so that I could support their stream. And then that turned into them inviting me to do like Phasmophobia Fridays and things like that. And then they're like, well, people already like you. You should start streaming. And then they made a joke about how I was going to become famous. Well, my middle name is oh, Faye. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, well, that that's just. And then I just thought it was funny to put almost because I, I don't want to call myself famous. I'm not <laughs> so just almost. 
<laughs> literally it was just me making fun of myself and then like a year later i found out about this movie and now everyone thinks that's where my name came from never Wait, seen it well, what came first then was it the movie or the name i'm going to assume the movie Okay, wait, let's, let's check when the movie I'm out. gonna bet the movie's been out for many, many years. Okay. Because for the first, like... 2000. Yeah. 2000, okay. <laughs> just never heard of it. Just never heard of it? Uh, okay. That's what my guess, like, because, like, that's where almost game is, like, pops in my head. I was like, it's a movie. that it had, a was it? had, um... What's her name? I see her, and I just remember, what is her name? That actress. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Uh, Kay Hudson. Kay Hudson, yes. That's the So Kay Hudson's in there. But yeah, so like, it's interesting. I'm supposed to know that person. You don't know Kay Hudson? So you've not seen Kay Hudson in any other movies at all? I have no idea who that is. Kind of out of the loop a little bit these days. Yeah, I don't think she's like... Even I'm looking at the picture, I cannot think of a single thing. I, I don't think I've see. ever seen a movie that person has done. Alright, let's look at a movie of Tamaji. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know any actor or actress's names for the most part okay um and i especially like i'll know them by if you can find a movie that they've been in that i've actually seen okay let's see. i'll know them by the character name but okay. you tell me their real name and there's like five actors and actresses that i know all right i've got to figure out what movies you see because i have not known what movies are up your alley so let's start with uh how to lose a guy in 10 days Never saw it. I think I, I think I got forced to watch that during a sleepover. Oh damn it! Never mind. Uh, Bride Wars. No. No. Okay. Fool's Gold. No. All right. Glass Onion. Please tell me saw Glass even, Onion. I've <sighs> never even heard of it. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> Breaking ties hard over here. Uh, okay, yeah. Ty, let me tell you this: if it falls under the realm of romance or comedy, especially if it's a combination, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'll tell it's... you, Glass Onion's very good. Yeah, that sounds very good. See, definitely. I watch, I watch horror movies, and action movies, and drama movies, okay. and the dramas are very, very rare. Mostly, it's horror movies. But I will say, Glass Onion is the sequel to another film, um, which I can't remember the name of the film. Oh, she. Knives Out is the name. Knives Out. Knives Out. Yes, Knives Out. That's the one. That's the one. Is uh, that it's it's a, a whodunit, and I think you'd actually genuinely like it because of the fact it's a bit of a whodunit and it's a bit of a puzzle, um, mm -hmm. which I yeah, think you would good. actually genuinely. Oh like. yeah, mysteries. I watch mysteries yeah. every yeah, so yeah, often. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, the I, I might give that a chance. <laughs> Maybe we can do a movie night. There you go. We can do a movie night. Just so we can watch. We can watch a Kate Hudson. Uh, uh, don't okay. watch it just for Kate Hudson. No, no. no. <laughs> is quite quiet. Can we fix Defty's volume, Ty? Um, Defty has to do it on his end, I think. Um, can't yeah, you do it if you, like, no, click the dots, doesn't it? Let me look, let me look. Looking the dots. Like, I can, I can change y'all's volume for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There we you guys go. Up. I now sound too loud. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right, let me dial you back down. Hey, uh, look. I was muted. There you go. One twenty. Try it now. Why are you muted? Ty, did you mute? I think he's playing with me because he saw that. No, I'm not. Muting <laughs> <laughs> me. Cheeky side. All right, well. Okay. Thanks for that. All right, there you go. There you go. There you go. So everyone should be good. All right. Um. All right. So. There and audio text. This is the first time I've used stream together, so this is like first 
for this season. You're doing great, sweetie. Because we're on Twitch now. We can do that. And yeah, so we're all good. Because usually Discord. Discord's like one knob up and down. So then you're, you're good yeah. usually. Usually there. But um, all right. So um, where were we at? Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, the skeleton key was another one, maybe. Hold on. One more I just want to see. I, I guess I, I guess movies. Okay, oh, good, good. There's 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 uh there's very few on this list for from Chaos. For horror movies, yeah, there's not that Genuinely, many. Genuinely, there's very very few. Uh, he does mostly romance and and yeah, comedies. Yeah, it's it's not it's not it's not great. It's not okay. Well, that's the movie that that I thought your name was based on. Apparently, it was not. So <laughs> there you go. But um, but yeah. All right. So that's always cool because I was always curious why someone comes up with their name because like you know like even looking at you know magpie sam in chat like does she like magpies or is there a reason why she shows magpies i know the answer to that oh you know what's the answer well now you have to Uh, tell us yeah yeah so magpie sam's called magpie sam because she acts like a magpie in the games she plays she has to go collect things she has to collect the shinies she has to do all that and her real name is sam so she is literally uh, and the reason she's called Little Boots is because cause she also has Little Boots bagged by uh, as well. It's just because she's got small feet. I feel like I feel <laughs> people like called uh, her, people called her Little Boots because that was sort of like her little nickname when she was growing up. Or oh, she has confirmed it. It's just, yeah, it's just like it's just a cute nickname. It stuck with her and she really liked. Oh, we know. <laughs> I don't know that. I feel like Sam yeah. and I should be friends because I constantly make comments about how I am a little crow. Because I want to go and collect all the little random shinies. Oh, really? Hey, it's not for your feet. What is it then for Sam? She says, little bit is not for my feet. You'll see. She types it in. But, uh, yeah. Alright, so that's my anime question. So then Faith's got to go next after the next next segment. Yeah, give me a chance. I'll come up with a question by then, hopefully. Oh, nice. Alright, so... Oh, we lost the oh. camera. Wait, there he is back. Yeah, back. back. All right, all right. So, um, so we're going to go into another topic. And I know we talked with Duffy before because you know Duffy's a he's a voice actor, and this is a topic that came up because I think like playing the finals and realizing that all the commentary from the finals are from voice actors like certain wars being taken out so that they can have voice lines. And, uh, and there's a lot of uproar about it because like, people were like, well, do you support this? It's like, it's AI voices in games and like, you know, they're all gamers and we all appreciate a good voice actor in games. Like, is there anything like, is this the future of acting? Like, there's going to be, cause I think Deputy Commons is on before, like AI is probably going to be like in the forefront of a lot of acting. What do you think, Deputy? It's your topic, so what do you think? Uh, Tell them I love them, Sam. <laughs> um... I don't think it's going to take over, no. It's a very good way for people that don't have money or, or funds to be able to create good quality work, uh, potentially good quality work. I'll get that, I'll, I'll iterate that. No, but I mean, like, if you play the finals, you wouldn't know it's, it's, it's AI. You genuinely wouldn't until you get told that. It is good quality work in terms of that respect. Um, everything it means that everything's editable malleable in terms of like when you're doing editing yourself it means that if there's any mistakes from the voice lines you can go back There's and change it so simple mm-hmm. that you don't have to hire someone to come back and do the voice lines again you don't have to do any of that stuff there are the big benefits and, and, and things to it but uh, honestly I think it's 
if it's a big company, whether it's a movie, a video game, music, stuff like that, and it's big, the chances are it's always going to be a person doing it because they want it to be... If there's also an association with the person to kind of contend with, you know, you've like, for example, if you did a, a if you've got someone on your stream, right, to do a voice for you, and it was, let's say, let's say it was um, Patrick Stewart, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just for example, right, the association of having Patrick Stewart on your stream is like a, it's like a promotion in itself. Do you know what I mean? It mm -hmm. kind of gives credence to something that you're doing. That Patrick Stewart would come onto your stream and and talk for a bit. It, it's it's sort of like it's a name to attach to it. If it's AI, right. you can't do that. They can make someone who sounds like it, but it's not the same. Give me one second, the cat to like tap me on the the back. It's like I went out of this room. So give me one second. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, I I think honestly, I think it's. Um, it's not, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like a permanent thing. I think companies, video game companies and stuff doing that, it makes sense. And also, you've got to remember a lot of the video game companies and stuff like that that are doing these voice acting things and adding AI aren't English speakers. So having uh, yeah. a voice AI, AI to do the parts, it means it's going to sound, you know, you could get a, an English, a British English person from London or Newcastle or wherever the hell you want to get them from. And it's it just makes it so that it's relatable to the people who actually speak English. Whereas if it was the person, let's say they're from Spain, you'd notice the accent, you know, and it wouldn't be mm -hmm. as relatable to someone. Right. That's true. So. Also, like AI, there's no creativity in AI. Um, I, I'm going to be very, very upfront here. I am anti-AI when it comes to art, voice, images of any kind, anything like that. I'm very anti-AI. Um, so to just put that out there first before I start talking so anyone can take anything I'm saying with a grain of salt if they're more ambivalent. But um, there's no creativity in AI. Like everything is stolen work. Uh, the voices artwork that you're getting out of it it's all stolen from people who actually have talent and eventually you're just gonna like you're just gonna see the same things over and over and over again from ai you're gonna hear the same voices and how many times have you heard about like actors who gave a performance whether normal actors or voice actors who gave it a performance that was so far above and beyond what people were expecting then like you'll never get that with ai true i i will say when it comes to some stuff um, I think, personally, I think it has credence in some respects. Um, not because it's taking away, but as to play reference material. I will, I, okay, I will say I'm okay with it being used as reference, but if you are ever using AI in place of hiring somebody who could have done it better, mm -hmm. that I'm very against that. I think Especially it's, if you're mm -hmm. selling the product at the end. True. I think the, the the example that I can bring up usually was probably from there's two. So recent like movie examples. So I think in Top Gun Maverick, which is a sequel, because you know Val Kilmer has a very serious health condition where he can't really speak as he normally did during the movie, and he plays Iceman, which is Maverick's like counterpart. So there's a move. There's a point where he takes off takes out the uh, the uh, device 
the Tatakan literally is like the lines are all generated from samples of his voice from previously. So technically it's not AI, but you know, like they're taking it to put it together and like have him say a particular speech patterns because he can't do it himself. But then in the second example would be from I think Star Wars from when Carrie Fisher died before completing the the second trilogy. There was a point where they did use like, well, I think it's more AI generated rather than AI voice act, so they use the same old line, but she was generated with, like, um, more of AI, like, figure and had those lines kind of recited too. So, like, those situations where that, you know, like, the actor can't be there or do those lines, I guess it kind of, well, I guess it kind of pieces it together. I'm not sure it's AI generated per se, but I don't know what you're Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's AI. That's, um... Like CGI Sample. maybe or sam yeah sampling, right. but but that's not AI would be like pulling from something that doesn't exist. Okay, there you go. Well, the thing is AI can enhance things as well. So there is there is an AI enhancement. But the one thing I will say to what you're saying, and and yeah, a lot of people can go against that. But I will say, permission was granted in comparison to where you know it was in the in terms of uh, the Star Wars film, it was in good spirit you know mm. it was the permission was granted because their family said yes you can use her and that's fine because she if she was there she would happily do it herself you know what i mean sure. she was yeah she mm -hmm. to that franchise. the thing is uh and and um i can't remember who it was but who do you say it was for top gun again oh it was val kilmer val kilmer yeah i mean yet again permission must have been granted in order to do that so True. that's fine i personally i think that's fine you, you know you're given the option and you're making sure that, that person's part of the film. That person still gets a paycheck. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Sure, sure. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that um, the family of um, I can't what she's called again, but uh, I'm sure the family got compensation for the fact that she was getting used within the film to some extent. Oh, Carrie Fisher. Uh, as a result. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that it's not it's not taking away from something as Faye was saying earlier, and okay. uh, I believe it's probably from sampling. It, they probably took sampling and then yeah. used AI enhancement yeah. to kind of fill in the gaps. On the note, because you brought up an interesting point, and this is something that I do want to just briefly talk on the whole thing of permission. It needs to be informed. <laughs> um. You two are my friends. Y'all heard me talking about this, uh, so I'm not going to like get too much into it. But the, the actor strike that happened over the summer, a big reason that that was happening was that companies were wanting extras and like lower tier. I don't know how you I don't want to insult the actors who aren't as well known, but, you know, you, you know, they're not the A-listers, right? They wanted them to sign contracts basically saying that they were signing away their their likeness like in perpetuity and they were going to give them like a flat 500 to do a body scan and then they just wouldn't have their their rights to their likeness that scan could be used in any movie going forward forever and they wouldn't get royalties um and i know some people were like kind of being like oh well like i could really use 500 bucks right now like that's a lot of money to me because i am a broke kid who just moved out here for a dream right that's that's not fair that's taking advantage of people and um that's one of the ways that people are trying to like they're trying to like 
use AI because they're going to use AI to animate these body scans to make it look like, you know, extras in a scene so that they don't have to hire people for the day. And that person thinks they're getting a deal because it's like, oh, five, $500 for like, what, 30 minutes of work where I just stand there and let them scan me. But they're never going to act again. They're never going to get an extra role again. They're never going to do anything again because these companies now own their likeness. And that's also like, while technically had permission, that's still underhanded. I am. It doesn't feel like it's in good faith. Yeah, it's it's very much not in good. They're taking advantage. They were trying to take advantage of people who, like, just like they're ta- these people are like, I have a dream of being an actor, and they're trying to take advantage of these people who don't really know better. They don't know the industry or anything like that, and they're just like, oh yeah, we'll do this now, and you're gonna be in all these movies, not telling them like, hey, you're not gonna make any money off of this ever. I will say the worst part about that, in my opinion, isn't isn't even that. It's the fact that. If you sign yourself away in perpetuity, then um, you don't know what you're going to be doing on the screen. That is true. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say you go ten years down the line, and you know you get represented as bloody Hitler. You know, you're not going to be you're not going to be wanting to be that person. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you face for something that you did ten years ago as as a backfired. You know, it's not that's not good. Is um yeah. does this come up from a topic from a uh... Was it a Black Mirror episode? I don't know if anyone's yeah. seen it, but it's literally... Uh, I, I literally saw it, yeah. It's true, yeah. So, Selma Hayek's likeness was taken, and she was put into a sitcom, and, like, it's, like, levels where, like, the, the lower level of it was, like, doing stuff, and her life was kind of being copied, and then making Selma Hayek do mm. the same thing, like, whatever her likeness was, and, and like, oh, yeah, I'll show up in that adult movie, as Sam says. <laughs> but, yeah, it could be, like, anything, like... And like one scene that described graphically was she defecated a church and made Selma Hike do it the same thing on oh, the show. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. So, oh yeah, the, come. I, it's weird how it all came from from Black Mirror. To be honest with you, I think I can't remember the name of the guy is that came up with Black Mirror. It's an English lad, and oh, yeah. um, he's 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 really good at thinking of these. I mean, originally, I don't know if it was him that came up with that one specifically, because the, the Black Mirror label now encompasses other creators into it, but it was originally just this this one guy that kind of thought of the idea of bringing together these weird ideas and making them kind of happen. Um, but, yeah, just the, the idea of the creativity that went into making that episode and how much of an impact that episode has had on the industry is crazy. True. That is very true. So, but yeah. But um, oh, sorry about break. All right, so everybody's coming through Twitch, folks. So it'll be just a minute and a half. But uh, so Faye, what do you think about your question? Um, so do you have an AMA question that you could? You got a little, um, little ninety seconds to kind of like linger in your in your uh, thoughts of what? Because I know the last time one of your good questions from previous episode, if you don't remember, was conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> I mean that's always a good question mm-hmm. but um no I was actually I was just sitting here thinking like I know we all stream and stuff and I know like I know Def does the voice acting stuff but I don't really know what else y'all do like just for fun like just like what you, like other than video games and streaming what do y'all do when you're just <laughs> chilling really? and you're not like on mm. that's good 
figure out you meant me to go first. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, either of you, well, either, either of you five. answer. <laughs> no, um, right, what do I do outside of streaming? Um, I'd like to say I go climbing three times a week and I play lots of table tennis and I'm, I'm really, I haven't climbed in months, if not about a year really. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm a full-time dad, uh, so outside of this I, I take care of my daughter and, you know, to a lesser extent, take care of my, my wife as well and um, put a lot of time into the streaming aspect of things. Uh, in terms of fun, I, there's... there's I like to watch a lot of TV. Like to, I, I, there's a lot of like activities I like to do sort of with my wife and daughter. That I just, like with my wife, I do a lot of puzzle stuff. So we do we puzzle books. Mm-hmm. And if we ever go anywhere, we like go to zoos and we like go to all these sorts of things. Typical what you'd like to do with a family, essentially. And right. it makes me sound so incredibly boring. <laughs> oh, no, never. not at all. I'm just the family man now. No, there's nothing really outside of that, but. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, to be fair, Daft, I, like, every time I pull up Twitch, I feel like you're you're live. So I genuinely was like, is this man just live seven days a week? (laughs) No, no, I, I'm... And you play some really cool things, and you always have, like, cool people in your chat, so I'm just like, what do you do when you're not live? Because I feel like you're always live. I sleep, I cook, I have time with my wife and that's literally about that's it. That's so and sweet, though. Yeah, I, I, I tend to, I try my best to play lots of, like, Pokemon with my daughter. My, my daughter loves Pokemon. Whether or not we're playing with the little figurines, or we're playing on the Switch, or we're just, mm-hmm. we're making up games, or we, we, we're, we're talking about Pokemon on the way home, and stuff like that. So she'll go, you can pretend to be a Kingler, and I'll pretend to be, like, a real loop, something like that. And it's, oh, it's just, nice. We just, we just really, yeah, and then we're talking to each other and then we'll do stuff like the A to Z game and we'll get a let's say we get um, we say right we're going to do A to Z or Pokemon or animals and it's like so you've got to go from A all the way to Z and you've got to think of like an animal for each so like oh, okay. you, to a, you do ant and my daughter might go armadillo for example or something like that and we get all the way to Z and then we'll go through with Pokemon and, and you know we'll just do things like that where it's just little things to fill the time that are mm. not not boring it definitely gets your head thinking and it does bring you closer to the people you kind of genuinely with because they're invested in that conversation with you invested that time um my daughter and i we made a list for last weekend um i'll tell you a few things that are on the list we wanted to play some cow the kangaroo which was on uh, the epic game store for like a few weeks ago that was it's a really good game for playing the kids and stuff um we wanted to do some game development. I'm trying to get her into Godot, which has like a game development Ooh, video nice. you can go through. Um, and I, I'd love for her to learn programming language at a young age because learning programming at a young age is like an absolute must if you can because it, it's so good for kids. Like they'll get through it to later life and they'll know something that is a genuinely. It's like. You know, when you go through school and you get to the end, you go, you'll need this for the rest of your life. And you get that <laughs> I'd never need that ever. <laughs> you need yeah. this if you go to college and that's exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas programming, you will literally, you'll, you'll learn programming to the point where you get out of, of school and programming will be more important than most of the mathematical stuff that you've done throughout school. You know, and most of the scientific things you've done throughout school. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just that influential. So I'm trying to get into that. 
uh, we did some reading. I read a book to her called The Skull. Uh, it doesn't sound like a kid's book, but it's, it's actually really good. My brother got it for my daughter for, for Christmas, and my daughter was like, ooh, a nice book, and she put it to one side, and she didn't really pay too much attention to it. I was like, I'll read that to you. And we ended up sitting down, and we read half the book in a single session, and then the next half. It's not, it's not big, it's not a massive book, but it, you know, a good 15 minutes per half. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had genuine questions about it and stuff, and, and it's sort of like me just trying to, what's the word, just trying to kind of be fatherly in answering those questions. And my daughter genuinely has, I always celebrate the idea of my daughter having questions for me, and so I'll get pulled to one side sometimes, she goes, Daddy, like, she'll say something like, why is it that uh, boys boxers have the hole at the front you know like, uh, <laughs> things, <laughs> things like that and it's a question that you yeah. have to ask me for some reason never never my wife never, 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 never. Like, that's a good question i will answer it for you but you know i she's never got any embarrassment about asking me a question and that is key in my opinion just having that sort of thing with my wife it's 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 um it's a lot of puzzle stuff that goes on we like to watch our tv together you know we spend lots of time together i do give us a foot massages and we like do wordle every night and uh, that we can anyway um we do just spend time together you know i'm i'm a big hugger and cuddler and we both are so it's it's a big big plus uh, just having hugs and stuff like that so i don't know you have to see if the facts count <laughs> sorry <laughs> sam said it I always redeem a fact when it's Dutch's chat. Does the facts redeem? So <laughs> always every time. You always do. Mm-hmm. My, my, my. Yeah. Um, out of curiosity, just out of curiosity. Oh, there's the facts book. There you go. Out of wait, how? When did that start though? Like, how did you like? Did you just have the book and you're like, I can uh, do this as a redeem? Well, the reason that that started is because I one of my favorite. Uh, well, as I've grown up, I love facts. Just 100 percent, just love facts. I love curiosity of just the world around us. So I like stuff like QI on English TV and stuff like that. And so anything that's a kind of fact for me that sticks in my brain, genuine, just absolutely sticks in my brain, gets lodged somewhere, and all of a sudden I just think of a fact. Um, but I didn't want to be unprepared for the streams. And I already had books, like I have QI books, which I'm not here right now, that have like a thousand and something facts. So I thought, well, it'd be nice and easy if I just did like a little redeem and I could be if I'm put on the spot, if I can think of a fact, I'll think of a fact, but if I can't, I'll just bring out the book and just get maybe two you know, two facts out or four facts out or something like that. Gotcha. And it worked. It, it worked an absolute treat. And, um, yeah, I, I really got, I'm really glad that I had that button because it is, it's, it's, it is a really good way for people to just kind of interact and break away from whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely is. Definitely is. For yeah. sure. One question I'm kind of curious about because I think it's on all of our minds. Because we know the time right there locally for you is literally, I assume it was 3 a.m. in the morning there? Uh, it's 2 minutes past 2 in the morning. Oh, 2 minutes past 2. So, like, you're usually streaming from, like, what time to what time usually? Usually I stream three hours ago from now as my kind of normal start time. Mm-hmm. But I quite often start an hour earlier or what have you. Um, yeah. I am a night owl. 100%. Yeah, Duffy's on that American time. Yeah, apparently. I'm I'm massively a night owl. Like honestly, I I'm happiest at night. Um, I remember going through sick form and literally getting three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep a night, and just getting up the next day to go to sick form. Um, 
and just because I just that was just when I was happiest and yeah so just, just there you no go. one I got to that point where I was like old enough to just make my own decisions not have my mum just say you gotta go to mm -hmm. school and stuff I just me just say no I'm, I'm good I'm gonna go to sleep when I want to go to sleep and what have you and yeah so I'm honestly this I, it's good as well there's been a lot of research come out in the past few years to say it's actually normal to be like this just it's just not the norm even if it is true correct so, I think so yeah interesting the fact because like I think every time I try to do a schedule or do some reviews, like, it's going to be that early. I'm like, is that not late? He's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's like right around the middle of the whole, whole um, um, you know, when you're online. I, I will get into bed in about five hours. Five hours? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, I know right. that when, when Defty and I were streaming Scarlet Hollow together, this is about when we started for the night. Oh, bye, Sam. Thanks for staying. You can watch the rest tomorrow. Okay, well, it'll be about tomorrow, and it'll be on YouTube. And if you want, hold on. Here, hold Sleep on. well, Sam. Night, night, Sam. Just in case. Have a lovely night also on Spotify. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta throw this, this things in the, the chat, just in case. It's gonna be published on Spotify once I edit it down and throw it into the, the thing also. So yeah. But interesting as to, to say, yeah, I was you're definitely a family man and. Do a lot of stuff outside of stream. Yes. So, what else do I do? Okay, so besides playing video games and on computer all the time, and if you saw my setup of four monitors, you're like, what the hell? Why do you have four monitors? I just have four monitors because I like looking at screens, apparently. Wait, how many do you have? You counting your monitors today? I've got an extra wide monitor, two monitors stacked here, a teleprompter, and a TV that's hooked up to my computer. Oh, there you go. There you go. About the same as <laughs> I do, too. But, um, I don't know. I got, like... I have to. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you're on Discord, you can see the setup well, somewhere in there. But, uh, but in terms of, like, what I do outside, I guess... Well, currently, I am not working, so I don't have a job, but I'm looking to for, get a... I have a second interview next week, so hopefully that will be fruition and be a remote job. So I'm waiting anxiously, waiting to see. That is kind of just up my alley, is on my expertise. And like, it's a manager role, and I just have to kind of play liaison between all the teams. So hopefully I can manage that. Um, but other than that, like, I usually like finding stuff outside. So the reason why this is on a Thursday, not on a Friday, because Friday we're going to the tattoo convention which is in, in Philadelphia. So we're going there, but it's also at 2 o'clock. Um, so hopefully get tattoos and not get exhausted by because we also wanted to go to this boat on the uh, Philadelphia called the Mishulu, which I do a DJ dance party. I am really old to be out that late. Chad is going to tell you that. To be out old and be out, out like, two, I'm not a night out like Defty is, but to be out at 2 a.m. in the morning, I get tired really quickly. But, um, uh, yeah, so, but it's like a dance party. Um, it's actually on an uh, old boat that's converted into, like, a restaurant. So, like, they have one side of the deck where they do a DJ booth, and it plays onto this floor area where you can just, you know, dance, get a beer or a drink, and, you know, just party your life away. Um, I, I like playing this stuff. Like, I find stuff online. One of the events I found, like, a couple months ago was a, a outdoor movie in a cemetery where we watched... We watched the, um, what was it? The Witches of Eastwick was the movie. So, watched that in the cemetery. Yeah, I've heard of that. So, it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, I planned stuff like, 
going to um, trips, like just going out and doing stuff outside a stream. Like we went to New York for for uh, Christmas, only for a day. So like went up there, we based the crowds, we walked into to uh, to uh, was the Rockefeller Center during Christmas, where just so many people, like sardines walking around trying to get through that. Um, so like I just do try to do kind of like exciting things outside of stream. Other than that, I'm like. Yeah, I don't know, I guess, uh, well, definitely might have this kind of similar situation with a house or maybe your fake because you live with... It's keeping the house clean! Because when you live with two kids, man, it's literally like, there's stuff I have to clean up after. And they don't like taking out the trash. No one in the house takes out the trash except for me. I don't know why that's a thing. But apparently no one wants to go up and walk, put your shoes on, go out to the trash can. And, and then the funny thing about this, where I have to explain to them, it's recycling. Apparently... Down south, they don't recycle as much as up here. I don't know, Faye. This is you, true. It's true? This okay. is true. I don't know why it's a thing up here and not down south, so it's like separated. And then, like, I got the question. was like, we're not going to reuse these. I'm like, no, no, we're sending well, them to somewhere. Okay, right. so one reason is we have to pay extra to get a re recycling can. Oh, okay. So a lot of people aren't going to do that because, like, most of us can barely afford to pay for the normal trash, let alone pay extra for recycling. Um, yeah, I know, I know, Deft. I know, don't, don't, don't look. <laughs> you have to pay for yeah, things yes. taken away. It's yes. America. Yes, they Wait, do you charge have to pay for a waste? Like, rubbish. That's, that's why you pay tax. What? Oh well, yeah, that's true. No, it, and I I was aware of that uh, that uh, that overseas most countries it's a service that just your country per, your your government provides. It's like having firemen. You don't pay for a fireman to show up. Um, you don't pay for the trash people to take your trash away like that, and that makes sense. But this is America, and we're backwards, so <laughs> we have to pay the company to come take the trash. Okay. Stuff is like I am never moving to America. <laughs> you guys have everything backwards and upside down and turned around. It makes no sense. You're like advertisements. You have, to, you have to take. You have to pay to take your bins away. You have to pay to mm -hmm. survive in healthcare. In any mm -hmm. way, form. There's no free. Nothing's free. Yeah, exactly. You have to, you have to, you have to pay for so many things in your life. And then I just, I, I can't help but just remember there was something a, a post going up. It's like the, the price of something's going up so much. And then, and then food. You're like, it's like it was something mm -hmm. to do with food. It's like the food is going up so much, and uh, your your food was so cheap. The cost the of um, mm -hmm. basic necessities of food has like tripled in the past like year and a half. It's crazy. That's crazy. Just you've got the weirdest system. There you go. Capitalism. And yeah. and you can't even have proper holidays. It's, it's mm -hmm. like. It's like the idea, oh, I, I need to take some time off for a holiday, and they go, You what? Excuse me? Take yeah. Time off so, you, correct me if I'm wrong here. I was informed recently that, like, overseas, the starting point for, like, guaranteed time off is, like, 40 days out of the year, right? It depends entirely as to where you work. Legally, if you work a full-time job, I think it's a minimum 13 days. 
Uh, however, it completely depends where you work. Like in England, okay. the minimum of 13 days. However, I mean, where I worked uh, as a waiter and barman when I was working in, in the UK, uh, I had 45 days. I so, after working where I worked for a year, I finally became eligible to even have vacation days, and I only get seven days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never move to America. That's what we learn here on the podcast. Move everywhere else but here, because there's a lot of things that are backwards. It's, it's, this, it's, this, it's a system in the head of them saying it's a privilege to work where you are working right now. That is how it goes. And it's like, no, no, so, no, 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 no. You need me to work there because that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. So there's um, the sentiment amongst a lot of people that um, the reason that the government allows homelessness to exist over here is because they use the threat of homelessness to make people feel grateful for having a job so that they'll work themselves to the bone so that they don't become one of the homeless people. So, like, (laughs) do with that as you will, but I've heard that... What what is that? Sorry, it's my kick chat. It's just... It's just, it's just someone typed in kick, so... And what is that? It's like a... It's a... It's a... Cheek emote. Okay, pass. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I need to pull up. so much wrong with everything you've just said. Yeah, the booty. <laughs> I mean... Uh, but was I wrong? No, this is the way America's set up. Like, everywhere else precise where we live is like... It's probably a better system than... Than, than we, we have to deal with. But it is true. That is the case. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's usually on the side tangent everything. We're trashing everything. It's like keeping up with the house, um, doing some side, you know, like going to, going shopping apparently is fun. But apparently kids are like, I want this too. I'm like, I, I literally have like, even though I live with my roommate and her two kids, like literally I've gained two kids by proxy. And it's like, it's very interesting. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, uh, you're oh, yeah. talking about the kids and, and you're adapting to that sort of thing. It was quite cute because like I I, I couldn't I, I it's it's I don't know when I having a, a daughter myself and being like you've got so many adaptation things but the thing is it's not even your kids and you you're doing this adaptation as if you're the parent and it's it's cute it's cute to see it's something you're not like nothing prepares you for having kids no nothing prepares for that it doesn't matter how many things you read or what have you you're never prepared until well to give you guys context one is 15 one is 11 the 15 year old does have autism but it's just just like i have to be kind of really direct with her on certain things yeah so she's autistic but um but um but yeah the 11 11 year old is literally like my roommate winter so she's literally like a smaller version of her, like mm-hmm. to a T. So I have to kind of like make sure I treat that as it is because she's still a child. So, but yeah, so that, that's still like my life is like house, dealing with kids, and then we just plan to do stuff together as a group sometimes and go out to either eat or go to, you know, do some. And they literally like a pickup part of my family. So, like, it was a family event. I drag them along <laughs> to a family event. So it's now me and three other people. So. I multiplied. Uh, not just me. You just take me by myself now. It's usually me or three other people I have to you have to contend with. So, so it's interesting as to say at least. And 
I think for them, it's like it was a good movie for them overall. So, you know, like it's better than being in the Chargers. Yeah, we only do this once a month. So once a month. But we starting up again. The phase Nuko, so and Defty's recurring guests. So yeah. Uh, but yeah. So um. But yeah, this is Sophia is a good change for them overall, and you know they're up here, and then life is better now, and then life is not. It's very interesting for me now, because now it's just on me. It's me and three other uh, uh, females and women, or I don't even want to classify them, <laughs> but it's just me and <laughs> and four cats. So like I definitely got four cats and three other people to live with now. So like it's a very full, full household. If you want to put it that way. So yeah, but yeah, that's what goes on, but. Okay, so what do you do when we don't see you on stream? Work and what else goes on? Um, okay, so yeah, outside of work, um, I, I'll be honest, I spend a lot of time playing Final Fantasy XIV. Don't even defty. <laughs> uh, I not say anything. Don't say like that. I, I, I literally started talking about Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft the other day, and I just, I literally, I didn't say anything against Final Fantasy, and I just felt like I was. I was in the chat, so I we, listened to all of that. We were not trying to attack you, Deft. Well, we were not, we were not attacking you. We. It's beside the point now, isn't it? Let's, let's just move on. What else do you do? Anyway, um, play a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, been trying to get back into like I'll be honest I had a year of basically barely being human um after like like the worst year of my life I just like shut down as a person um and thank you guys for being such good friends and being patient with me through all of that because I know I was the crappiest of friends you were not never um, you're a lovely egg <laughs> I was a terrible friend, and I'm still working on getting better at it. Um, so I'm like trying to pick up old hobbies again. Um, recently started picking back up my knitting. After like a two-year hiatus, I went back to 14. Um, I've been talking with a friend about me possibly trying to learn to play an instrument, like maybe Ooh. guitar. I don't know. Ooh, okay. I would have to be able to buy the instrument first, so like oh, put a pin in that. We'll see. But put um, it on your 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 throne. <laughs> a bad idea. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's just been a year of like just trying to be human again. Okay. So you know, it's it's working slowly. I'm slightly less of a robot. No, you're not an NPC. <laughs> you're <different> NPC. <laughs> there you go. Oh, where's that? Oh, NPC. Is that NPC? Is that what it says? I'm looking at yes. it. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Ye old NPC. Killed NPC. Alright, so in terms of that, that kind of leads us to the next. So back to back to um, the segment. So now it's the fake segment. Here, I got the sound for this. I'll see if this sticks or not. Loud on the stream, I apologize, but yeah, there you go. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I realize the soundboard is especially loud. I gotta turn it down. That's the loud sound, but there you go. Very loud. So, the phase of it is really similar to purpose when he went on a tangent about what's going This what it's like. It's fancy. So, I gave Faye the openness and gave her like ideas. Oh, god. So, what, what was your topic, or what do you want to talk about? I genuinely still don't know what would be a good topic for this because. I thought. Uh, go for it. 
if you two were to move <clears throat> out of from where you are, okay, just I'm just thinking considering you. I'm not saying like with who you're with or like family or anything like that. If you two move outside of the US, specifically outside of the US, where would you like to go to visit? Where would like to, to live? Where, where, where oh, is this your Emma question? Yeah. Okay. So we're. Okay. We're flipping okay. it now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're flipping around. Well, we're giving... <laughs> yeah, I'm giving, you, I'm giving you time. I'm giving you yeah, time. You're giving time to figure <laughs> it out. There you go. There you go. Uh, um, I mean, this this question, like, where would I move in the world? Yeah, just where, where's always stood out as being a, somewhere. Hands like down, Japan. I would figure it's going to be Japan. Yeah. 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 With, with, without a doubt, I would go to Japan. And it is not for the reason that people always seem to think. Oh, what is the reason then? Because, <laughs> well, people always think that it's like, oh, is it like because you like anime or stuff like that? And I was like, no, actually, I have wanted to move to Japan since I was five years old. Before uh, freaking Sailor Moon ever came over to the U.S. Because my dad worked for a company, uh, a telecommunications company. They did a lot of business with companies over in Japan in the, like, early mid 90s and the position that he got at that time in my life was basically the contract escort um so like i don't know if y'all know this but japan is notorious about being a little bit like behind like they still use fax machines instead of email so they weren't like they weren't even get a fax contract so my dad would have the briefcase that had the contract he would fly to japan he would stay there for like two to four months mm -hmm. hashing out the finer details get the signature escort the the contract back and then the whole time he's there like they have him in a hotel they have a translator that's assigned to him who's staying in the room right next to him so every day the translator comes out gets my dad, stays with him all day, going around, doing whatever they're doing, and then drops him back to the hotel room at the end of the day. He was, like, literally not allowed to be alone. And then he would come home, and he would just have all these stories of the things that they had done when they weren't working. So, like, he went there over the summer one time, and he was telling me about all the, like, the street festivals. Apparently, there's, like, a ton of street festivals during the summer. And... Like, he brought me back a little, like, yukasa and some tabby shoes and, like, my first set of chopsticks. I learned to use chopsticks when I was, like, five years old from my dad. And he always spoke really highly about the country, so I've always wanted to go there and see this country that my dad seemed to love so much. That's a good answer. Definitely and now answer. now anime is all popular, so it's like all the so little, like... like anime, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so now everyone's like, oh, is it because you like anime? And I'm like, no, like... Other way around, I watch <laughs> anime because I like Japan, not not I like Japan because I watch anime. Well, all right. Just our phrases. So, place-wise, like, I don't know if I have a place I would want to move. Like, I feel like... One thing about moving is kind of very finite wherever you go, but if I didn't have any, like, okay. I think I'm going to kind of twist this a little bit. So not necessarily into a place, but I've watched a lot of uh, YouTube videos about van life. So, like, if I could go into a van, do everything I can in the van, but then, like, be able to drive from, you know, point A to point B, camp somewhere, you know, take in the surroundings and, like, that kind of lifestyle, I think would be fun mm -hmm. just to, like, not ever like a permanent spot, but you know, be able to like go travel like wherever you want to go, 
and like have your home on wheels so you don't have to worry about you know leaving that behind and that would definitely be a lot of downsizing I wouldn't have four monitors like I do now but you know like literally like just like this is the opportunity to travel in and going around like in different areas and just seeing like besides like going maybe to like you know like Rocky Mountains or going to even further south to Mexico like you know like anywhere then that comes into the logistics of traveling and passports and all that fun stuff but yeah, just like nothing really permanent, you know, like I would like to be able to pick up and move at a whim if I need to. The sort of stripped back lifestyle. Yeah, pretty much. That's sound nice. There's a, there's, a, there's a YouTuber who's a Japanese uh, guy and he does that. He literally lives out of his, and he does YouTube content. <clears throat> and uh, he, he basically makes documentary, uh, documentaries about his travels and stuff like that and how he sets up because it's all built into the back of his van like all of these his oven and everything that goes with it and his bed and all this stuff mm -hmm. and it's really it's nice to watch because he has some really calm music in the background whilst he's doing it and you get to see like all the food that he's cooking uh, and um, he had the liberty to be able to actually kind of do that as his job uh, sort of taking away because um, he had a bit of money from the start up and then after that he just got big on YouTube and it allowed him to continue doing it and he doesn't really want to go back to anything else because he's, he's just happy with the amount of money he's getting really. Um, yeah. yeah, I can understand that quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to do it myself. I like having four walls and uh, things. I, I can completely yeah. understand. Yeah, I grew up on the road, basically doing what Ty is talking about. Um, it was not as glamorized as much when I was little. Mm -hmm. um, we, we were literally called road trash. So I have no inclination to go back to doing that ever again because it was the worst. That's such a shame because that's such a cultural thing for someone to call you that. That's such a yeah. Whereas in other parts in the world, they just wouldn't call you that because you're not really. Yeah, that's. That mm. Culturally, I think the reason that you don't. One of the reasons you don't like it, by the sounds of it, is because of the sort of name and conjunction of the name to you because of uh, it. I mean, a ah, little bit, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah, that. definitely a little bit. Also, just like. Again, like, remember, I was a kid, right? So, you're not, and it was the early 90s. You're not making friends. You're, you're, like, I was, I would be lucky to be in school for an entire year. A lot of times we were getting pulled out during the winter break. Um, there was a lot of, like, spending the summers either in hotel rooms or later on we had an rv that you we got to live in so at least then like you got to actually keep stuff but as a as a kid it was very isolating and um yeah just i i just i don't want to do that anymore like yeah, being able to stay in one like like I love traveling. I would love to continue traveling and stuff, but having a place that's home is such a luxury because when people ask me where I'm from, I don't know how to answer that question. Because we didn't stay in one spot until I was like in high school. So I usually give that that place as my hometown, but like I was 15 when we moved to that place. Like that's uh, okay. Like, I, ch I choose it because that's where I learned to drive. Mm. I think um, that that has a lot of credence, for sure. I mean, um, it's really strange. Like, 
when I <clears throat> I was born in South Africa and moved over to England when I was three, you know, I, I but I have no inclination to South Africa really, apart from the fact it's you know, my birth certificate. I have relatives and family members uh, from South Africa, but it doesn't mean I am, do you know what I mean? I've, I've, my, my parents both English. Um, but it's really strange for me because of that, knowing that fact, when I grew up in England, I got to a sort of age where people kept saying like, you know, uh, sort of this thing through school that people going, oh, I'm from such and such, I'm from such and such. And me going, I don't know where, I'd like, I, I don't want to say I'm from there because I'm not really, I've d I, I don't really know myself as to where I'm from. I, 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 uh, now that I've kind of gotten older, I thought, I think, and I've seen, I've come outside of the UK again and seen sort of like, I've, I've met so many more English people now uh, outside of the UK and realised I am very much a Yorkshireman, so I'm very much from Yorkshire and I can speak through my, my voice and my intonations and everything like that. But I, it took a different perspective to understand that, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And I think because you've already kind of sort of got this um, stigmatization of uh, behind the, the traveling for you, Faith, um, from growing up doing it and not enjoying it, that you don't uh, like, you wouldn't appreciate doing it again. But I think with Ty potentially being in a home area for a certain amount of time and then wanting to do it after that, kind of mm. understanding his origin, Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I can see the appeal for an adult to start doing it. Yeah. Like, I I would never say anything bad about it for an adult. The only time I ever side-eye is when there's children involved, yeah. because I was that kid, and I understand. Like, it was so hard for me to learn how to make friends, because that is a like that's a skill that people don't realize is a skill you have to learn to make friends and i was never really around other kids like i had siblings but you know there's first off age gap because siblings and then also like your siblings aren't really your friends let's be true, honest true. <laughs> forced proximity that's not making friends and then we'd get to a point where like the first time it really hit me that I didn't know how to make friends, we moved to California. We ended up living there for three years because my dad had gotten finally gotten promoted to a more stable position. Three years, we'd never stayed at a place more than a year at that point. And yeah, trying to make friends, like I was used to not, like, purposely keeping this wall up right so that you know you don't want to get close you know that like in six months nine months you're gone right but then then summer passed and then now we're going into the next school year and everyone's like running up to each other like oh my god i missed you all this summer and nobody was wanting to talk to me even though i recognize all these people and i realized oh like i'm like uh, alone alone that is a rough realization to have in fourth grade, guys. <laughs> or, well, I guess fifth grade. That was a realization I had at the beginning of my fifth grade year. Um, I, I don't, I know schooling starts is a little bit different in, uh, in England. I'm trying to think like what's the age like ten, basically, ten years old, having that realization that like. There's nobody. And then I tried making friends, but 
ironically, having moved around so much, much and experiencing so many different things, um, as a kid, that just makes you the weird one. <laughs> so... I mean, in America, okay, Defty, how many people did you go to school with who came from different countries? And then of those kids, how many of them had lived in multiple different countries? Um... I don't, but most of the people that I kind of grew up with uh, were from England. I had a few, I had a few, like I was on ladies from uh, Australia, another person who was from, as silly as it seems, was from Ireland. So it, it's still not quite close by, but. No, that's, really I mean, that's actually a, perf a perfect analogy. Um, so, like, US states, people from. People in Europe sometimes forget like the size of our states. A lot of our states are bigger than most European countries. So when I'm in fourth grade and have already lived in over 40 states, like you just pick up some weird mannerisms from moving around that much. Mm -hmm. That would be like living in 40 different countries by the time you're eight. And like, even Americans don't think about that. Like there's such a, there's a cultural difference from one state to another to another. And I've had friends comment that I have some like weird turn of phrases that I'll use um, because I've picked them up from Jordan. different places yep. that I've lived. And <laughs> so, yeah, and it's just a product of having moved around so much. So people who are like from that area won't bat an eye, but somebody else that I'm mm -hmm. friends with will be like, the heck did you just say? But when you're a kid, kids don't have the, like, they don't think about, like, they don't know anything beyond even their cul-de-sac a lot of the times. Maybe their, their town, but definitely not the state. So when you hear when you encounter something that foreign, they don't really have the uh, the way to process it. So they just go, "You're weird," mm -hmm. and people don't like weird. So they just stop talking to you because every time they talk to you, you're just weird. So one example of this jargon that I have occurred because I I. I uh... One summer, I worked in uh, California for a summer program as a as a teacher. That was like during my college years. And then mm -hmm. I got there at one point, and there were the kids. They were like, they're like, that's so sick. And I'm like, is that a bad thing? It's like, what do oh, you? Oh no, that's think? good. That's a good thing. So then I was like, that's like never on the East Coast I've heard that terminology used. Sick. But when you go to the West Coast, that's a good thing. So that's why. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a funny, well, like, I don't, it's not a funny story, but like a realization that I had, I guess with that. So on the East coast, calling something the bomb is good, but on the West coast, you talk about things bombing and that's bad. Ah, I so that. I made a move from California to Georgia. And I hear people go, talk about things being the bomb, or they'll just say, that's bomb. 
And I'm thinking, oh, that's bad. And they're like, no, that's amazing. That's good. And I'm like, are we speaking the same language? I know, exactly. Deaf kids are like, what is this? Deaf kids, you can't have anything similar like that? Different areas? It's... The thing, I think the thing is, right, you know how you were saying before, people don't realise how big the states are and stuff like this. Okay, yeah, that's fair, understandable. But the thing is, when you go to England, or in fact, even Ireland, France, Spain, it's at least in America, you, for the most part, 90% is English, to some extent, or uh, uh, that sort of idea. If you have someone here that... But like in England that has like a transfer student from France. I mean, I, in fact, we had a Belgian uh, Belgian lady who, who joined the school uh, for a year. There was never a stigmatization attached to her. Like, and that's even, I'd say that's even more outsider than you being from here, there and everywhere. Because there's a stigmatization of just the language as well, not just the idea of, oh, you're foreign to us. Well, counterpoint the fact that there's a language barrier might actually be part of the reason why it's not stigmatized because when you don't speak the same language it's so obvious that they're from somewhere else and that those odd mannerisms are just a cultural difference but when we are all speaking the same language and we all and a lot of americans do think of us as supposed to be like this homogenous culture and they don't realize that that's not true it does seem more weird like because they think oh it doesn't matter that you just moved from across the country because we're still just one country and culture should be the same so if you're not abiding by what they see as a cultural norm they think that you just are against the cultural norm not thinking about the fact that maybe you're abiding by where you moved from because that doesn't occur to them another counterpoint you don't know how much the english hate the french Right, and anyone that speaks French, I, they, they're, they're disliked in England. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, right? So, hey Ty, do you want to inform him about the intense rivalry that happens between states over college football? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> I, 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 football thing, like yeah. sports getting involved in normal day life. It happens in England as well. Yeah, like football teams. I mean, English football, soccer, football, I suppose. Uh, teams just being like at each other's throats and people having violence to do with them. True. Oh, like, All this exists in the world. Like. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find it again. If I if I find it, I'll send it to you guys. So I once saw a map that was made by some like university students. That had put out like a bunch of polls online to see which states hated which other states. College mm-hmm. football is like, w- like the Ivy League and everything. Every different area, like what do you call it, like Harvard to like it. Texas. Like there could be many. I don't know. They will have to come up with one. But yeah, I understand that too. Like I've been, I mean, I've been mixed sense with like French and UK. Like I guess there's like I just think like we're not going like this person because he's. French and I guess like I don't know if it's my opinion of like how I view French I feel French people are I don't want to say maybe feel more elevated like they're like even say those Americans or something like I don't know if that's the case with French I have no idea I'm just making random guesses at this point but 
I'm gonna say that Australia and England have uh, have their pokes at each other as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Australia used to be part of the British. Pokes of yeah, the coins in Australia are also of the. Wait, are they of the? I forget. I can't. I haven't seen the Australian country in a while. But... A lot of their pokes are more to do with uh, either the regards to do with um, cricket, which is a big concept yeah, thing, or. Um, yeah, kind of history. Let's just put it as a, a, a broad term of history. Yeah. To, to do with. True yeah. that. But, I mean, Australia dishes out just as well. I mean, I'm not saying they don't buy it. Oh, no, that's the same. Very that, good at dishing out. They're definitely... Yeah, that's true. I think that we've established the fact that, like, different views of different cultures or different locations, there's always that kind of rivalry, animosity, or, you know... Yeah. I find it so strange that, it, that, that of course there's, there's, there's rivalry and animosity and everything across the world, right? There is. There, there, yeah. it, it doesn't matter where you go. There's it, it, whether or not it's within your own country, there's a civil rivalry to, to do with like uh, like north and south, for example. Mm -hmm. But it, it's it's weird how how much I feel that both sports and a kind of American system promotes it. I don't just mean it's only the American system. I, when I said the sports thing, like for example, in England, uh, soccer, football is massive, and the rivalry systems that get put in place because of that. Like there's especially certain teams, like Leeds and Millwall, for example. You know that like if you those two go have a match, there is like a massive rival between the two. Mm -hmm. As a, as an example, um, but like in America, it seems to be dialed up to eleven. Like constantly, it's like every every single sports team has to have a rivalry with another one. There has to be rivalry. They have, like it, you see in WWE, you see in American football, you see it in everything, and it, it kind of is one of the reasons why I feel like it, it it takes enjoyment out of a lot of things for me because it's never just about enjoying the game. It just seems to be more about you have to crush them into the ground. You have to, you know, and. You see it as well with stuff like um, the esports and stuff like that. You know, how it's not been many years since teabagging was sort of like brought into the thing. Where it's, it's not good enough to just beat the enemy team; you have to teabag them as well. Ah, or, you, know, you know what I mean? It's, it's this sort of, and it's it's such a shame that that's kind of spread as a thing, like a general rule. There's like there's no sportsmanship these days. Genuinely, it's such a shame. True that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Alright, it was a caption or a thing? Where is it? It's not there. Hold on. It's a window. You alright? I was trying to capture a window, but I think it's a different window now. I don't know. I found, I found a version. It's not the one I was thinking of, but I found a version of the map that I was talking about. I don't know. Alright. It's a, you know, it's a little, we zoom it in a little bit. Hold on. And just like at a glance looking at this, yep. pretty accurate. Having lived in most of these states, I'd say pretty accurate. A lot of people seem to hit California or Florida. Um, yeah. How do you interpret this? So, is it every state's least favorite state? So, also, yeah. oh, he's New Jersey. So, the majority looks like he's California because they're right, this right here. And then, um, green. So, Florida is this area. So, Okay. I like how even Florida hates Florida. 
Yeah. <laughs> look, look, I feel like everybody in the U.S. needs to have a healthy fear of Florida, okay? I've lived there. I lived there for a year. That place is terrifying. The mosquitoes in Florida. Oh, my God. Literally, I saw a video come out of Florida. There was like a, a road that had like a little bit of a dip, and there was a so there was a puddle because it was after a rain, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy stops, rolls down his window, throws a water bottle, and a crocodile freaking bites the water bottle. <laughs> then oh, bites, look, we don't need <laughs> road, right. road crocodiles, okay? Like, uh, wow, yes, definitely. Florida like, is an this is place. the state, this is the state where a man, a man was arrested because he got mad at a drive through worker and threw an alligator into the drive through window. Wow. <laughs> I can imagine. But, um, but in terms of this map and everything, like, Florida is usually the, uh, the most certain point. So, like, a retirement kind of destination definitely if you kind of work because it's a lot warmer than other areas of u.s because south but majority of people like california because california a lot of things go in california and literally no one's like california because they're all the way on the west coast and they're like occupied that i guess why new jersey kind of hates california too is because literally they're on the opposite side so i don't know but yeah it's interesting man pennsylvania apparently he's new jersey so but texas ain't so oklahoma so what's that about faith no I idea. mean, huh. I'll be honest, I hate Texas. I just hate Texas I hate there, so yeah. Much. yeah. I don't care what their opinion on the other states are. It's like, the only reason Texas isn't the worst state is because Florida exists. There you but go. damn if they're not trying real hard. <laughs> wow. Alright, so let's try to... Oh, okay, so any points, we're going to try to see if Faye can come up with something for a segment. Do you have an oh, idea? God. Oh. Well, you want me to... I know, I, uh... and I went on a tan. I went on a tangent about states hating each other instead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't. Well, you can. I kinda just wanna... Huh? Well, you can you can think about it again for because <laughs> purpose really. I don't, I don't have anything tangent. that's gonna be. Yeah, I don't have anything that's gonna like be a thing that can go every single week. Okay. Um, right now, the only tangent I can kind of go on is I've been playing 14 a lot. Like, basically, okay, we'll I log 14. off my stream, I log off my stream, I hop on 14. I get home from work on days I don't stream, I hop on 14. Okay. I, know. I, know. I, I, I literally, every time I see you on Discord, you're either streaming or... So, so what's about Final Fantasy XIV? Let's go there. So why is it so addicting? Uh, hey Ty, you can come play with me. There's oh a free trial. It's real. It's really generous. <laughs> All right. Well, what what what's okay? Let's start here. Why? Okay, convince me. Why should I play Final Fantasy XIV? Go. Um. So it has one of the best storylines that I have ever played in an RPG, bar none. I love this game. Uh, I will admit, the beginning stuff when you first start a MMO, it's a bit rough. But that's like prequel stuff. You gotta like lay the groundwork for the rest of the story to kind of make sense and take off. But it is so good. I have never cried and laughed as much with a game as I have playing this game. It is amazing. I do have one complaint though, right? There's not many, not all the voices are, are voice actors in this game. 
Um, okay, so yeah, not every scene, especially in the older, because, um, so 14 is built on the remnants of the original 14 that got shut down. Um, so when they made 2.0, which is the base game for 14 now, uh, they didn't have a whole lot of money. And so a lot, one of the things that got cut is a lot of voice acting in the older stuff. There are a lot of, a lot more cut scenes that don't have voice acting. As you get further along in the game, any major cut scene will be voice acted. And even some of the minor cut scenes have voice acting. Like it'll be like, oh, they only said two lines. Why was it voice acted? But they did it. There you go. So, um, but side quests will never be voice acted because a little Likewise. two-bit character you're never yeah. going to talk to again. <laughs> so, like, yeah. is it, do you interact with the other people, or is it more just... You know? I mean, it is an MMO, so if you're in a guild, you're going to be interacting with a lot of people. Um, overworld stuff is more of a, like, soloable experience if you want it to be. Um, but, of course, like, dungeons, raids, things like that. You'll need a party. You can make your party beforehand if you want, or you can just solo queue up and it'll stick you in with random people. And like, like how yeah, standard MMO. Standard MMO. Definitely probably can comment also because I think you're starting more World of Warcraft again. Okay. Uh, oh. I, I've Hi. Um, um. Well, so we were having this conversation myself and and Faye and um, Sam uh, in stream. I've wanted to start World of Warcraft again because of the new expansion stuff that's coming out later this mm -hmm. year. Um, I'm looking forward to it a lot. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, I liked the, the most recent expansion. It was really good. Um, there was a lot of fun to it. There was a lot of like new things that were introduced. It was just it just felt fresh. It felt fresh and, and fun and exciting. And um, yeah, personally, it, I, I was just a big fan. I, the thing is, I like the Warcraft story. I like the art style. Um, that's just all for me, really. I, I think okay. it's really nice. Um, but yeah, um, and then uh, Sam's decided because she, she was like, she she had a bad experience when she first started playing it, uh, and she decided to to buy one month to try it out with me. Okay. Um, she's really enjoying it at the minute. But, you know, it's it's not that it's, it's not gonna be like. Potentially not a permanent thing. Potentially you'll get to the end of it and be like, oh, right. I really enjoyed this month. That's fantastic. And then, you know, Makes sense. I feel like this is like a replay for me for Genshin Impact because I was like, there's like a story. It's the the visuals and everything. I'm like, I don't know. That didn't strike my. I guess my attention span is like a size of a P when it comes to very story based, long, like really brought out ones. So. It's interesting to see yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. So I am like that with a lot of things, Ty. Like the the list of games that I have started and never finished because my ADHD decided that I was just done with that is miles long. Um, one of the and I don't I played a little bit of WoW. The game itself is fun. My I, I had a similar kind of issue that Sam had had where like I really, really enjoyed the game right up until I came in contact with the player base. <laughs> like when it was just me and my now ex-partner running around doing stuff together, so much fun. It was great. And then I came into contact with people that weren't him and it was, hmm. I, I quit immediately. 
Um, so I I do think the story like the story had gotten me engaged so far okay. in that one, but I wasn't able like to do dungeons and things because the people were not kind. I know Deft, you had a different experience with people in the game, and I'm glad that you did, Deft. Mm. But like I tried two dungeons both both times. The people that we got paired up with were downright nasty mm -hmm. and they were especially nasty to me because i was playing a healing class and i hadn't quite figured out how to work it yet and i told them when we went in i was brand new didn't know what i was doing and they still wanted to do wall-to-wall -wall pulls and then get mad at me when they died and then like we're just saying like the most vile things to me like one of them literally told me to go kill myself because I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. That's interesting. I feel like any, um, the only MMO I got into as a, as a kid, and this is going to age me really badly, the, uh, the Matrix. It was like so long ago when they did that game. MMO? Yeah, it was MMO. Like back, if you look back, yeah, uh, way back when the Matrix first started. It didn't do very well for very It didn't do very well, no. Yeah, so, like, it didn't last as long. I but mean, I, was... I assume it's because everybody wants to play Neo, and you can't have an entire game of Neos. Yeah, so exactly. So... Um, that, they had a similar issue with that with the Star Wars one, where everyone wants to play a Jedi, but they had it set up where not everyone could be a Jedi, and so uh, that was okay. awesome. I remember that being an issue, and then I don't okay. I think they might have ended up changing it, actually, to where everyone was a Jedi or had the ability to be a Jedi. Oh, uh, okay. So one day I will look at one of these again. I think my friend did try me on WoW and I was like, didn't really understand it. And then I never, I seen play over Final Fantasy XIV and I was like, I don't know. I would so have to give it a the, shot and see. One of the things, and this is, this is, um, one of my favorite things about fourteen that differs from, oh, Every other MMO that I have encountered, I'm not saying it's the only one that does this, but um, 14 is the only one that I've played where you can make your one character and you can play every class in the game. You don't have to make additional characters. You still have to level the class. So like if you want to start off as like a white mage and then level that and then you want to switch to like a paladin, your paladin is level one. But you don't have to sit there and make you know, 20 different characters so that you can play all of the different classes. And if you're wanting to try it out, it has the most generous of the free trials, I think, of all of all of the MMOs. You can play up to level 70 for free. And that's level 70 in every single class, which is the base game and the first two expansions. Uh, okay. With very few... Um, restrictions like you can't join a guild you can't do trades and you can't send uh private messages but you can join something called link shells which are basically like group chats you, people can invite you to link shells you can't send a friend request but people but people can send you friend requests okay. basically um all mmos have an issue with some they're called rmts real money traders all mmos have an issue with that and these restrictions are just to keep those people from being able to do that as easily. Yeah. But beyond that, you can play everything in the game and switch up all the classes, anything that's available in those three 
expansions, basically. Try out everything. Okay. Makes sense. Does WoW have a similar thing, or is this kind of like, how is WoW set up for, for like, someone uh, like me? Warcraft, you can do a free trial system where you go up to level 20. Um, the starting area, there's basically, a, there's like a, an area set up for people who are new to the game. Uh, it's called Exile's Reach, and it's it's basically a tutorialized version. It's got some really fun quests and bits and pieces in there. Um, and it has a little mini dungeon at the end that you can do with other people who are also doing this same content. Yeah, okay. You can't do that dungeon again, it's only for the newer players. Um, but really does a good job of kind of getting you into the game, like getting you to understand the mechanics of the game and stuff like that. And whilst you're on the island, you can party it with your friends and stuff. Uh, okay. But it doesn't allow it after that because I feel like it's that was more of a thing that got brought on as a result of like multi boxing and stuff like that, where people get multiple accounts and then they just do lots of things together. Do you know what I mean? And they didn't want mm. that to kind of happen within the free trial stuff and what have you. So um, I don't know. They basically, after you've got off that island, you can't party it with people. Uh, and the other things that they were saying in terms of the guilds and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. It's on to level 20, but it is, it's it's not as, as liberal with up to level 70, but the, the level cap at the minute is 70. So you would literally be going to maximum level because every so often they do something called a stat squish where instead of letting everything get too inflated, they squish all of the stats down and stuff like that and make it so that, you know, everyone's kind of on an even, even, even playing field and you're not... It, doesn't, it makes you feel like you're not having to level stupid amounts to get to the maximum level of stuff. Ah, uh, okay. I see. At, at one point, it was at like 120 that you were, you were having to level up to. And it, felt, it felt like a long wait. Even if you were leveling like two levels in the space of half an hour or something, it still felt like a long wait. You were going the distance just to get there. Um, mm. But yeah, there um yeah, there's, there's uh, honestly, there's a lot of talks for for every MMO out there at the minute. Um, I think my only, the, uh, I personally love the art style for World of Warcraft because it's something I grew up with. So like, I love the Warcraft universe. I loved Warcraft Three actually. I loved Warcraft Three way before I loved World of Warcraft because Warcraft. 3 I do enjoy the Warcraft games, like yeah. the solo ones. Yeah. The, uh, Warcraft 3, in my opinion, was one of my favourite games of all time. I absolutely loved it to bits. What a great strategy game that was. And I played that. That was my first game I played online properly, competitively, against people and what have you. And I loved it to bits. Absolutely loved it to bits. Um, and then World of Warcraft came and hit hard and everyone was like, oh, should we do this? And as soon as it kind of launched in the, uh, the UK, I, I, I got in on it and stuff like that. And I played a bit of both, so I played World of Warcraft hmm. and Warcraft 3, and that was my games library for about three years. Oh wow, okay. Um, yeah, just those two games really. I feel like I've never yeah. got into any of the World of Warcraft games, and I've seen them, and I'm like, alright, that's a certain style. I have played a lot of Final Fantasy, so I can know that kind of like art style and everything from... Yeah, games, they uh, they very much keep the Final Fantasy kind of art style. Um, it does have a lot of the same kind of story where, like, you know, you're going to have the I start as nobody and then I go to the I am the savior of the world thing, which is why the overworld ends up being a bit a little bit, a little bit solo thing. But they even explain, like, why you have people helping you in dungeons and stuff. Like, there's a story reason. It's really cool. Fun. Um, Sorry, I was just going to no. say with World of Warcraft, the, the the difference is that they've they've now put it into a point where 
each one of the expansions is like a timeline and it, when you start out the game you do your exiles reach you so oh, you don't have to do that you can actually start from where you would normally start as that class or race but it's up to you which kind of timeline you want to go on they hmm. they do like a recommendation say oh this is the timeline that we recommend because it's kind of most one of the cleanest kind of ways of doing the the story and getting yourself to level 60 or where mm-hmm. um but if you want to do something else absolutely free to do so and what it does is it, it you talk to a lady called chromix she's a tiny little gnome and you talk to her and she basically takes you back in time to show you this other storyline that you can go through and it kind of uh, that expansion becomes available so you could go through that expansion if you want and it's just, so if you have a pre- preference in expansion you can choose something completely different it would be like so that is a cool feature i'll say that yeah. um 14 is chronological with all the expansions you have to go through this to get to this because they always build on the previous uh-huh. expansions um but they do have it set up to where like your whatever your main class is whatever you choose to be your main class if you're just doing story for the most part your main storyline quests will keep you leveled with where you are in the story and there are multiple ways to quickly level up side classes that you can unlock so um we do have a higher level captain wow um it is 90 but like like I said, like the free trial lets you go to 70, so you'd only be like 20. You're only two expansions away from being current. Gotcha. Interesting. Points. Um, but um, I do I do like the uh, I don't know why I'm putting it. I like that idea of it like being the alternate timelines. That actually does clear up an issue that I had heard people talk about, where like people were saying like, well, World of Warcraft kind of ruined some of the storylines from like the old games. And if they've started doing them as, like, different timelines, then if they ever go back to making standalone games, then they've already established the alternate timeline thing, so they can kind of, like, bypass any yeah. overt problems. Yeah. I, 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 the, the best thing for the, to do with that for me is just the fact of replayability. I've been through every one of those expansions, right, in terms of doing the storyline and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done the Battle for Azeroth uh, storyline so many times now because it's at the minute it just feels like the cleanest, the kind of be- the, the best one at the minute for just getting to level 60. But if I wanted to, I could go back to Legion, for example, or, or I could go back to, and they're really good. They've still got great storylines and stuff with great content and everything. But it's it just feels like the replayability is is there in that respect, and that makes yeah. it all. You've got you've got the ability to to replay and because yeah. I mean. For example, with Sam, like she's she's making characters left, right, and center because she's trying out different classes, but also she's like, oh, but these guys look so cute, and she goes and picks like a gnome because it looks cute. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Or what have you? There's got that option of being like, they're, they're pretty. I'm gonna try these out because of how pretty they are, how kind of different they look. And stuff. Yeah. And yeah, like I say, there's there's a difference between all the different MMOs. They've all got the standalones. Um, personally, yeah. the the yeah. fantasy games. I said this before. I I love the old ones. They've always got a, a nice part in my heart. Like for example, uh, eight and uh, six, eight and nine are my favourites by a long shot. I loved them. I absolutely loved them to bits. If you like nine, you might actually enjoy fourteen. That's the the thing is though with fourteen, I don't like the art style. I I really don't like the art style at all. I it, I 
it looks bare to me in comparison. Hmm. It doesn't look okay. like it's got much character, but it's just a personal standpoint, entirely okay. just a personal standpoint. Um, hmm. I, I know. A lot I, lo- I love the. I think I the fourteen is beautiful. I have the art book for it. I think it's so gorgeous. Three stars, I say. Three stars. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not. I wasn't saying anything yeah. like bad there. I was just like the yeah. the fact that we're like so different on that was like that oh well. It's literally um like upon my fingers correctly. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Wow, like the two boxes right here. But uh, but yeah. So all right. So there's kind of some of those. I want to kind of wrap it up because we're hitting about the two hour mark. Ooh, my podcast. bad. Sorry. Appreciate you guys. Sorry. Purpose is here. It's always coming on my tangent. I have to reel them back in. To like continue the packet, so you're doing good, that's fine. Um, so the last question of the week, so like we always talk about this, like so just like to give people like say something interesting that, that you're like into this week or playing or like doing that could be Final Fantasy 14 for Faye, could be WoW for Defty, but anything else that made you like kind of giddy this week or or uh, like maybe it was fun for you or something that you did or watched um... or it could be anything, like that's what I like I said, I've been playing a lot of 14. Um, I did. I had take okay. I had taken a two year sabbatical uh, because of things that happened, mm-hmm. and I'm just now coming back into it. But that also means like like the the most recent expansion had just dropped. Like within a month of the expansion dropping, I left the game. So I had to. <laughs> I have not finished the storyline. I've gotten through like the the main part of the expansion but like there's patch stuff that has released that i have not gotten through yet and i had to level up my crafters and stuff and i have been going because we're expecting within the next like five six months for the next expansion to drop uh, so i'm yeah. like i'm playing two years of catch up right mm-hmm. now so if i did this phase deputy what's going on view um, I don't know, I've been playing a few games recently. I played Lies of P, which uh, I enjoyed up until like the last 25% of the game, where it gets a bit bullshitty. Oh, really? Like, oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> difficulty inflation just starts to kick in. Like, they just yeah. get to the point where they just say, this is a big guy, I'm going to throw lots of them at you between point A and point B. It just feels Did you finish it yet, or no? I was curious. I'm against the last boss on that, I can't even be bothered fighting him. He's oh, is that the one with the ladder, or no? It's not the ladder one, right? No. When you went up and down this. No, 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 it isn't. No, that was just hilarious. No, um, no, it's just this this one boss that's um, it's like a puppet and it's got two faces to the fight and you actually have to use consumables to fight the fight and it's just ridiculous. Ridiculous, I can imagine. It's not at all. Uh, But actually, got into Remnant Two. Um, this was the cost this week, and the Remnant games, if you've never tried them, are really fun games. It's like a cross between Dark Souls and Gears of War. That's my yeah, I can see that combination. Okay. Um, that's a brilliant game. Fantastic game mechanics and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and then just kind of going back to old games. I've, I've recently really got back into Overwatch with friends, purely for the friends side of it, not mainly. It's, because of the game. I know we talked about the last time about the game aspect of it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the friend side of it. It's just fantastic. Uh, nice. World of Warcraft, I'm only playing at the minute because I have Sam and friends, you know. It's, it's um, Heroes of the Storm, which is a MOBA set within the kind of Blizzard universe, and I'm playing that recently because I'm introducing people to it. And actually, I've got some nice. friends that are saying that 
I personally prefer it to other things recently. But yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that's kind of coming up that I'm actually really excited for. But nothing's kind of. Yeah, I think video games kind of because it's a dry spell heading this way for a little while. I don't know anything yeah. sticking out as like blaring that's on the horizon. I don't know if they, I think it like sticking out for you or it's kind of like low right now. No, yeah. I mean, I don't really play games when they're new anyway. Right. I usually wait and see kind of, I expect like the first week of any game drop to always be rough. So I usually wait like a month or so anyway, but yeah, there's sure. nothing, I haven't even had anything kind of like blip on my radar as being interesting recently. Well, I'll wait to see when you do Alan Wake 2 though. Alan Wake 2. Oh, yes. You guys both have to do Alan Wake 2. I have, I have Alan Wake 2 now. I just have to actually play it. There you go. I, I'm looking forward to playing that so much, but it, just, it, it still just costs... Yeah, it's cost a lot right now. Oh, Game right. prices, man. Oh, my God. Game yeah. prices are ridiculous. I only have yeah. it because it was gifted to me. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that you two have genuinely been some of the biggest supporters whether that be from gifting me things to mm -hmm. actually subscribing to my channel and I'm so thankful to the both of you for that there you go no problem, thank you you're welcome hey guys but uh the only thing I've been kind of doing a lot this week is Tarkov and you guys seen Tarkov it's probably not yeah, up on either one of your oh, allies for a game but it's literally like it's very like realistic for me because like literally like you get shot in the head and I don't know where it came from because it's like, like someone saw you and you're not like being conscious of your environment. So I've been more conscious when walking into situations in games where like, all right, is there anything, like, do I hear anything? Is someone here? Like, you know, don't like head rush first and like shoot and ask questions. Like how I did Apex a lot, I kind of just went in and like guns are blazing, not, you know, figuring out like where the person is and how to like, you know, go around them. So strategically my mind has been much more centered when playing Tarkov. I play Warzone a lot better now too, because like, it's like just like thinking like, What's this person gonna do? Where are they gonna run? How are you gonna catch him? You know, like, do you take a shot now when they're like 50 yards away, or do you wait till they get closer, where you can get, you know, more, you know, more shots will hit rather than them ducking behind a wall? So I think I've become more tactical when playing Tarkov and Tarkov, man. It's survival horror, and they would be like, how is it a horror game? It's because you don't know what's going to happen. You can be scared by anything, because, like, literally someone could come out of nowhere and be like, pop out and, like, or like you're trying to like you're trying to escape and you're like it's so dark and like you can't hear anything and you're just like trying to like get out of there to the point and not die because you have all this loot that you want to get out so but uh, it's been interesting and like the the PVP part is always interesting like even for stream wise <clears throat> stream wise is like task but if you run into like a player it's like it's always sometimes you get interesting interactions with them like wiping and like. You know, trying to convince them not to kill them, or like, you know, talk to them. So it's been interesting. Like, and I think I've started to do Tarkov on the regular now. So like, I actually started doing more often of it. And now I'm trying to like one day for a scary game, one day for like a one-player game. So like, I don't get indicated with you know playing the thing over and over again. I feel like a lot of people have that problem too. Like, because as we all as we're all variety, right? Like, we don't want to stick with the same. Oh game yeah. I get bored over. if I play the same game three streams in a row. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, Ugh. so trying to vary it up, but yeah, this wasn't making me happy. It's just like, and then of course, if you look at my stream, man, you guys might hate this too. The inventory management is so hard in that game. It's like you have so much stuff, 
you have solar space, you have to sell stuff, you have to use stuff, you have to make sure you don't, you know, throw stuff away that is required for a quest later down the line, so there's a lot of, like, organization skills in that game, too, but yeah. Alright, so Faye is the new guest host, so you guys see Faye again next month, so she'll be here. Studio audience. Jesse, I thank you guys for being the recurring guests. You always, your your input is always appreciated. Uh, so for you too. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, as you can see, they are both on Twitch, so you can find Faye at almost underscore famous and Defty at Defworks on Twitch. And Defty, you're the uh, the guest guest. Where else are you usually? What what is your schedule like? Where where people find you to give us like the rundown? Um, I mean, literally, the, the, everyone just can find me as, as Deathworks on any social media, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, I'm most active entirely on Twitch. So yeah, I'm almost every night, <laughs> live, just playing games and chilling out with Facebook. There you go. So you have a follow here. Let me. We'll just watch. You're gonna hate this. I know everyone likes. This. I've been um, watching so many clips of you guys in the last couple of days. Let me just just oh throw no. some up and see what pops up. Oh, Beth is not allowed to be better than mine. Oh my god. <laughs> Got zooted. Oh, you, did you just pick me up by my beard? That's rude. <laughs> dude, dude. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I think a lot of Death Eclipse, a lot of them is laughing. My cave. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So I know it is. <laughs> People clip yeah, weird things for me. Yeah. In the beard, I well, there you go. That's Obviously, tough to... You don't laugh enough. <laughs> that was Gang Beast? What? What, what game was that? Yeah, it was Gang Beast. Yeah, alright. Uh, oh, Faye has, like, the like, scary clips, I think, honestly. A lot of times, yeah. <laughs> yes, then the Dick's Bear. Always oh, gets God. There. <laughs> the recovery, though, she's like, I'm just... Back right into it, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we'll be back in next month with a new uh, guest. So, again, appreciate you guys for being here. <laughs> Alright, All right, and then I think we're going to just stop the recording here. Thank you, too. So, we'll see you again also next month on YouTube on and Spotify. We'll see you again next month for another podcast. <laughs>